Welcome to Vision Chat, a podcast about spiritual topics with your hostesses, Virginia and Stina. Hello and welcome back. In this episode, Virginia and I are going to do a recap from this season's podcast where we had eight different episodes with wonderful human beings and souls. The first one we interviewed in our podcast was Jenny Karatko. And Jenny is the approachable healer. She is a trauma therapist, intuitive healer, and a very wise and cool woman. Yeah, Jenny. Well, Jenny, if you're listening, thank you so much for being our first guest uh, Stina and I are very new to the podcast game, and she agreed to let us interview her. So thanks so much, Jenny. And I think she was just a really, like you said, a really cool person to talk to, very wise, um, very experienced, and just so many different skills that she talked about and experiences. I think the main, I mean, there's many things that she touched on, but one of the main reasons we wanted to talk to Jenny was to find out about the uh, toxic spiritual community that unfortunately she got involved with and, um, you know, thankfully was able to leave before too much damage was done. And since our podcast is geared more towards people who are starting in their spiritual journey or maybe just interested in spirituality we wanted to bring her in specifically to talk about like red flags, warning signs of when you're looking to get into spirituality and you, you know, need guidance and you're looking for those mentors or those teachers, like what to look out for. And I think she just brought in a lot of good tips. Also just talked about how she recovered or that she's in the process of recovering from that. And it was like kind of, or it shows how strong she is both her mind and soul i guess and speak up when it's something is not right and also kind of questioning when people are doing or allow herself to question stuff because it's very um um, i think a lot of stuff can go bad if you don't question what you're doing and or where you're coming from uh, she also grew up in the spiritual family. I think her mom was spiritual and also talked about an episode of her. I think it was with her grandma that she asked to project uh, into her funeral or something like that. And she described the clothes of her aunt was or something like that. I don't know if I'm wrong. or it was yeah, the- I think it was her grandma had passed away yeah and she didn't like her mom was at the funeral but she was too little to go and i think she was able to make contact with her grandma either yeah she was astral projecting and grandma came in her dreams and she was i mean she was able to describe grandma's what she was wearing and how she looked and everything back to her mom and her mom was like how did you know that (laughs) it's a cool story it is. But Jenny is also very a very, very talented astral projector. I mean, yeah. I've never heard of anybody that 
you know, set the intention, I think, before going to bed and it's like, okay, I'm going to go here and does it, which yeah. is incredible. Because yeah. sometimes people will spend years and a fortune trying to get training on how to do it and not be able to, you know, get to the place where she's just like, yeah, I just do that. It's just such a natural gift for her. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. She also talked a little bit about spiritual bypass. But that again was with the toxic community and um, the red flags. Um, the spiritual bypassing is something we're touching on with all the people that we're interviewing, even if it's just a little bit of like how dangerous that can be and how toxic that is of, uh, you know, for people that don't know what it is, it's just like, you know, trying to you know, say everything is rainbows and magic and unicorns and, you know, nothing's wrong and it, how important it is not to bypass pain and suffering and, and your feelings and working through those in a healthy way rather than trying to cover it up with, you know, like this toxic positivity or just saying spirituality will solve everything. And, you know, how that also plays a role in the toxic spiritual communities. And, you know, when we're talking about some spiritual communities like making you know finding a spiritual community or finding any community that you want to belong to that's an important thing because we want to feel like we have friends like we you know have support especially when it's around things like spirituality which you know some people will kind of look at and be like oh my god you know that's that's weird or uh you know or you're one of those people so finding the community you know it can be isolating and finding the community is important. But when you're in that point, what she was saying was look out for people that take away your, your autonomy, people that take away your willpower, people that are telling you this is right, this is wrong. If you're feeling like in your heart that something is wrong, listening to that. And actually one of my favorite quotes from Jenny's episode was, if you're not in your heart space, then there's something off. And it can be just as simple as that. Like you don't even have to know exactly what's off, but knowing that something doesn't feel right and following your heart and being like, this doesn't align with me and I need to go. Yeah. And following that too is very strong because it can be very hard or very, some places maybe dangerous Yeah. or very um, damaging to also separate yourself from the community because you inv invested and being so vulnerable to some people maybe. Um, so it's a process too, to kind of get away from it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that's why we want to ask Jenny back. So hopefully yeah. we'll have another episode where we just talk specifically about, you know, red flags for these type of communities, what to look out for. Cause like mm -hmm. she said, you know, when she was looking, she did her research. Yeah. Um, website looked great, very professional looking. Everything looked like it was in order. All these boxes were checked, you know, and still it turned out to be very damaging and not, not a good place. So um, maybe we can have Jenny back and then we can talk about, you know, what are those red flags, what to look out for, how to make an escape plan, you know, like, yeah. like sound dramatic, but you know, it could be kind of hard if you're really in it. Like, how do you start to make your way out? And it could mm -hmm. be just as simple as not showing up, 
or maybe more complicated, depending yes. on how invested you are and, you know, just how deep you are in it. How do you start to work your way out? And then what the recovery looks like. So after that, too, like, what do you do to start to heal from that process? So, yeah, we'll have a part two, hopefully. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Whoever is interested wants to hear a little bit more about Jenny's experience can touch base on in that episode. Then next we have Erin Deedling, dear friend of ours, very amazing psychic teacher, uh, therapist. And her episode was really interesting too because she uh, works in a lot of like medical terminology, medical skills. She's not a doctor, but we've I've always told her like if you had gone to medical school, you probably could have been a doctor. She has a lot of knowledge. And lately she talked she talked about what she's into lately, which is DNA and just working, you know, medical DNA knowledge into like the psychic and spiritual knowledge. Very powerful empath, energy healer, just a lot of uh, gifts that she has. Yeah. And in that episode too, she kind of touched based on some of her situation, not situation, but experiences where she was or her gifts or that she was so sensitive against to or picked up on stuff around her energy wise or intuition as well. And she talked a little bit about uh, her brother when he was in his crib and she had a feeling like or intuition that she had to take him out and then go outside and there i think it was a storm or something like that or a tree kind of fell into the window and the window kind of crashed all over his bedroom and it was by luck or her intuition that got him out instead of him being there when that happened also that she picked up on stuff when they moved or in one of her houses or homes um where they moved to and she was picking up stuff and she didn't really know why she was picking up this maybe dark energy i guess and describing it to her mom and stuff like that but it all made sense when she found out from others that they were living in a murder house or there was a lot of traumatic experiences or stuff that has happened before they moved there. And yes, yeah, just incredible how in tune she was to all of the stuff, like the energies around her. Yeah. Yeah, she had a very, I think some very dramatic stories. Yeah. Examples of, you know, being in touch with her intuition, being in touch with her guides, being in touch just with her other senses to be able to like get out of some really dangerous situations and just being so young, but being able to listen to, you know, her, her, her heart, her sense and acting on it, you know, and a lot of times I think we don't act on some of those like, oh, I, I knew I should have done that or I knew I should have gone this way and I didn't. And, you know, but she had one of the most dramatic stories I've heard. Of. Like, yeah, me too. I listened 
to my senses and I, I got out of there. I got my baby brother out and then this happened. It's crazy. Um, it is. Yeah, but pretty amazing stories. That's a really good episode to go and listen to. She, one of the quotes that I really liked from hers was just how she talked about listening to the tissues with your heart. And, you know, that's so empathetic of her, um, so heart-based. And just being someone who has received energy healing from her in readings, she is really incredible. I mean, it's like you can feel the energy um, when it comes to just healing different parts of the body and um, really incredible person to be in touch with if anybody's also interested in doing any kind of work with her. So, yeah. And she also explained about like the difference, what is yours and what is other people's stuff? Yeah. Because it's very easy to kind of taking other people's energy and then you're sitting there and like, why am I so upset? I don't really have a reason for it. And that might be a side effect or from other people's energy that they're in your space or, yeah. And if I'm remembering correctly, she also talked about toxic spiritual communities. So yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah it was... Um, you know, school that she went to. So that's another really important um, example that she gave about, you know, connecting with certain spiritual communities that weren't in alignment with her truth and, um, you know, just her experience with that, which was also um, similar to Jenny's in some ways, um, but along the same lines. So she's another person, another episode here that you might want to listen to if you're interested in learning more about that. So the next one we had on uh, our third ugh, our third guest, Amagrit. Uh, she is an EFT therapist. This episode was in Norwegian, since I speak Norwegian too. <laughs> we spoke Norwegian, but I would love, or we would love to have her on an English episode. And here she talks about how EFT works what you can do with it, how you're using it, and also a lot of different people. You can look on YouTube, you can search up or find people that has very good information about this, but she's very skillful as well. And I think she, or I would say from my point of view, that she is very intuitive. I know you think so too, Virginia. Yes. And that she has a lot of abilities that and gifts that she may not know herself. But yeah, we talked about how EFT kind of helped her getting through her chronic fatigue syndrome. Or it is called, we call it in Norway, ME. And that you practically can use EFT for everything. Uh, if you're nervous, if you have a higher type of anxiety over something, if you have uh, some trauma or different um, fears, I guess. I mean, I'll just speak personally again. Um, I, I wasn't here for this interview because it's in Norwegian, but... We're going to talk to I'm agreed to see if she would agree to do one in English. 
Um, I I uh, experienced Emma Greet um, as an EFT therapist because I received EFT therapy from her and it was amazing. She uses, she's very intuitive, but I almost feel like she's tapping into like guides. I don't know if they're like her healing guides, angel guides, but it's almost like, um, you know, she would, I don't know how she did it, but she would, I could see that she was in communication with a higher power because she would get information to help me through specific parts of like the therapy. Like she would just say certain things or like tap into certain things. And I was like, wow, she's like on point, but I could almost see it, you know, like as she was doing it, like she was getting downloads or something, you know, it's hard to explain, but it was just like, it's a very powerful experience. I think she's a very, very gifted person. Um, I don't know if she's aware of it, so I might ask her. <laughs> um, she's very intuitive um, and just a great therapist out in Norway. So if you need an EFT therapist in Norway, we highly recommend I'm a great. Yeah, we do. All right. Next, we had Sarah Bueno, uh, otherwise known as the Wounded Healer. She is a therapist, aspiring witch, rock star, and she has her own podcast, which is very successful. It's Conversations with a Wounded Healer. Um, it's been on for quite a while. And actually, I think it was through her podcast that I, um, I started tapping into like my own interest in spirituality. So oh, I don't really? think I mentioned that. Yeah, I don't think I've talked about that, but that it was through her podcast that I started becoming more interested in that. And actually, Sarah is a very gifted therapist. And I know her because we are, I think our first jobs out of grad school were at the same place. So we both worked at the same place at some point. Um, but she's, she's an amazing person, very gifted in her own right. Uh, talked about her childhood experiences and like uh, in the church setting and using her voice, the gift of her voice, the power of it and singing and how healing that was and how she connects to spirituality through her voice. And very, uh, I want to also say just a very, how do I want to say this? Just very aware of like biases and very aware of being conscious of using her her power and her voice with people. Um, and I mean, just to give you an idea more of her personality, one of the quotes that she, that I loved, I'm going to curse here, so sensitive ears might want to be covered right now. The quote is, I just want to fucking raise consciousness. And that's just who she is. <laughs> she's just, she's edgy. She's loving. She's powerful. Um, I can't say enough good things about her. Yeah. She's like, I feel like she's a power woman or a powerhouse. Yeah. And you can feel her presence. Yeah. Even though we did it on like um, over. Virtual. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And she did talk a lot about what was the, 
there was, I can't think of the word. She's an advocate, you know, she cares about equality. She cares about uh, social justice. She, she talked about racial injustices and her work doing that now. She did talk about spiritual bypass too, didn't she? I think so, but I don't remember a hundred percent specifically, but yeah, there was some around it. And she also talked about that she came into spirituality a little bit later in life and not just being born and being like, oh, I'm spiritual. Um, And how the process of losing both her parents and then opening up to spirituality and healing, um, yeah, made kind of her free again, I guess, or that you have usually people that is spiritual also have an awakening or a dark night, as they call it, I think so, um, where you go through something traumatic that is kind of forcing you to crack open or looking for other ways to heal other than what your doctor can give you in a sense i would say and it's a very interesting story she talked a little bit about how people can interrupt or like interpret interpreted how yeah you can interpret words um some words can seem well, she used specific, I cannot talk right now. I don't know why. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> but she used, like, not recovery. It was something with addiction or surrender. Yeah, yeah. And Surrendering. She was talking about the 12 steps and AA. Yeah. yeah. And for some people, surrender will maybe seen or heard as something bad. But in the 12 step, that is something very beautiful and very necessary. So it's kind of what we put into words and how different level of consciousness that we are perceiving some information differently than others. Not that people are stupid or anything. They just haven't got the wisdom yet to perceive it in a different way yeah yeah so very powerful episode if people are interested in listening to more about sarah that's that was her um interesting episode (laughs) it was powerful Um, woman (laughs) yeah she is definitely and then we had dr michelle cole on our podcast and she is the equus coach and witch and i love that and um she's also a lover of all beings she's very i feel grounded i will say grounded yeah but yeah yeah that again is my personal view um she is in touch with animals she used them in her therapy Mm -hmm. um and she loves being out in nature And she kind of, I feel like she told us this amazing story, how she went from, did she live in Chicago, not Chicago, um, California? I think so. I think she's now somewhere in the West Coast. Yeah. And then 
because when she was starting to get into spirituality, she felt like it was too much, and then oh, she yes. kind of managed, yeah, manifested her own ranch. I think she was in some place like Los Angeles, like a very yeah. busy city. So, like when we're talking, like she was out like in this really loud place. That's where she was. <laughs> yeah. And how she got into meditation because she's a pilot and she had this class or was teaching some guy how to fly or become a pilot. And he was so calm and different, I guess, from the other students that she had. And she was like, oh, like, what's wrong with you? Or what, what is it about you? And he was like, no, well, I meditate. And then she was like, well, I tried that, but it's not working really and how he kind of explained like well meditation is something you have to practice instead of just I think a lot of people think about oh meditation you're quiet your brain goes like blank or quiet and you're not supposed to have any thoughts or whatsoever but it is a process and for me or my experience Meditation is so much more than being quiet because I cannot really shut down my brain. I just need to have guidance and stuff to do. So I put my intuition or like uh, intention. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, it's be focused. <laughs> Attention, yeah. intention. Intention. I love Michelle's interview. She was so, um, like you said, very grounded. I love that she outed herself as a witch, and I love the conversation about being a witch. She's another very intuitive therapist, very in touch um, with animals. I love her use of animals in therapy. I got the sense throughout the interview that she was really focusing on letting people know, like, slow down. Yeah. Slow down and take time to listen to yourself, to your body, to your thoughts, to every. Just slow down because we're yeah. so caught up in such a fast-paced society and world that slowing down can be very healing because it allows us to like really pay attention to things and I think that's what she was talking about like you know healing the nature and her move to a quieter area um and just even like her dream of having like a healing ranch I think she does she have it open or she was working on opening it I think it's a, a thought for her that she uh -huh. wants to make true or like yeah. make them true. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. See. Yeah. And using breath work, we were talking about breath work, using music. There's a lot in this episode about the things that she just, you know, things maybe that you wouldn't really associate with like spirituality or meditation that she talked about. I mean, she has donkeys. I'm jealous because she has yeah. donkeys. Um, they're so cute. So one of the quotes from her was, as long as we are staying connected to spirit, spirit will guide us. And I thought that was a really powerful statement. Um, yeah, she's so many things. She's a lover of learning. So yeah. we discovered we both have that problem. We just love to learn. And it, it can be a problem. Um, <laughs> or addiction, yeah. maybe. <laughs> there you go. That's what we kind of a problem. But she's very multi-talented. Um, another person that's just very fascinating. So if you want to learn more about Michelle, go and uh, look up that episode. 
the next person we talked to was um, Michael Mayo, who's a medium, astrologer, and spiritual spiritual teacher. Um, we mainly focused on the mediumship in this episode, so that's an you know lots of information. I think this we both said like this episode could have gone on for hours, but unfortunately we had to cut it down to just one. So we're hoping Michael will come back um, and talk more about certain aspects of, of mediumship that we, Stina and I, we both had questions about. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, well, we wanted to know more about this. Um, so, and also to talk about astrology because we realized after the interview that we didn't even ask about astrology. Yeah. And he is like, a, I think third generation astrologer. His grandma was an astrologer, his mom was an astrologer, and he's an astrologer. Yeah. And so that's something you don't really hear about too often. Yeah, um, never heard about that. Right. I mean, very gifted um, astrologer, medium, spiritual person. And Michael's just very heart-based um, and very in touch with um, helping people be ethical in their practice. And he's very ethical in how he teaches I love that he incorporated mental health in it and that he actually has a therapist that helps him develop his curriculum when he's teaching. So I thought that was very interesting. And he talked about mediumship as just being like less effort, being, you know, in a state of passivity, receptivity, and really letting go of the desire for outcome and to surrender, which again, now we're talking about surrender just come up <laughs> yeah. and just letting go right like that's such a depending on how you view the word surrender you know what does that mean to you does it sound scary does it sound empowering does it sound like something you would want to do or stay away from but that's basically what he's talking about is just kind of letting go um in a world again where we're very the society we're very action oriented and very goal driven and we're you know working hard and trying hard is rewarded and is seen as positive things, which they are. But when it comes to mediumship, it's the opposite. So what he's really trying to teach people is how to let go of wanting the results and just being in a receptive state. And the mediumship requires vulnerability and a willingness to fail, which again, if we're looking at our society, how hard is that? You know, to yeah. be able to say, I'll fail. It's no problem. It's great. <laughs> Very hard to get to that point. Um, but I love that he talked about mediumship as healing. So very, very, again, interesting conversation. I felt like I was taking a class. I was learning as we were talking. Yeah, me too. And I loved how he also explained how many different type of mediumship that he has done to kind of be where he are today and that he kind of takes out the gold nuggets from maybe all of the different types of mediumship to help the ones that are doing his training to get very um he meets the people in a good way i guess or it's easier to kind of do it i guess i don't know where i'm going with this but i remember i just i haven't taken classes with him as virginia has but i bought like a, a meet or not 
a meditation um, that he had on his website and just like taking it all in and how relaxed and in tune you are when you receive the meditation from him. And he have kind of put it together very intentional for so that everybody can do it and kind of experience the same stuff or being able to experience something, um, which I think that must be the hardest uh, task of a teacher to reach out to so many people and opening up and being able to share that wisdom or experience. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think the the recording you're talking about or the meditation is the sitting in the power. Yeah. Which they talk about. It's it's something that I think different mediums talk about. It's the same thing. It's sitting in the power, but it's just like a grounding meditation. Um, but he does it in such a way that like, I think when he was even talking about it, I was starting to feel like I'm going into meditation because there's something about his voice, something very soothing that it's very short. How long would you say that meditation is like three minutes or less? Five? Oh, I thought it was 20 minutes. Is it? Okay. I He might have a longer one, but there's a short version of that. Oh, okay. It's like, I don't know, it's maybe five minutes. And it gets anybody at any level. You don't have to be highly experienced with mediumship. It can be beginner. You could be highly experienced. It doesn't matter. You get to the same place in the meditation of just being very calm and open to just receiving messages from spirit. But I do like that he talked about neutrality in a way of like, you know, being in a place where you're not reacting mm -hmm. to the reading when you're doing mediumship, you're not reacting to things, but you're in a calm, neutral place so that you can deliver the message to the person that you're doing the, the reading for. Yeah. Um, which brings us to, I think, the topic that you and I both were like, we need to know more about this of like fear is optional. Yeah. And you can have, the way he explained it was, you can have a surprise reaction. You can have a startle reaction because you're not expecting things to happen or you're not expecting to hear noises or something moves. And it's okay to be startled, but he said that fear is optional. Yeah. Blew my mind with that. But he's really saying like, you know, it depends on our state, our minds, our filters, like where we're at. So if we're not in a good place, then we're going to have a fear reaction to something that maybe there isn't anything to be afraid of. Whereas if you're in a good place and you're feeling positive and you're feeling great, you have the same noise or something happen and you can be like, oh, that was just that. Nothing to be afraid of. Um, so I thought it was very interesting. There's two quotes by him that I really liked. I couldn't just pick one. So one of them is, there isn't anything you have to fear from the spirit world. It's always been love. And life after death, like love, is eternal. And I just thought they were very beautiful quotes. Um, and, I mean, he talks about uh, doing a number of readings and channeling messages. And he has never, ever, ever been in fear. And he has never, ever, ever like felt the need to like protect himself in any kind of way from any negative dark evil forces you know which again i find fascinating <laughs> because 
I'll just speak for myself. I mean, I personally have seen some dark stuff and I get scared, you know, but I just like he's in such a place of love and high vibe, I guess, high vibration that he's not even in contact with any of this other stuff. So I will I have questions. So I would yeah. like a follow up episode. So hopefully Michael will agree. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, too. It will be lovely to have him back. And also the way he talked about mental health, um, yes. where you should be. Maybe some people are seeking spirituality to kind of heal stuff, but it's as equally important to seek out therapy as well uh, while you're doing it. Because you can evolve spiritually, but if you haven't evolved uh, mentally or de dealt, I don't know, deal with your traumas for your body too, then you might still have patterns or it will limit you if you don't really do both of the work and that can kind of cause not a balance an unbalance in your life if yeah yeah if you're focused on one more than the other yeah yeah i really appreciated that perspective too it's important yeah. it is so you can find out more about that in his episode. Um, the next one we had uh, as our guest was Elizabeth Light Tarot. And she is a tarot and oracle card reader. She works with crystals and she's also an astrologer, which we didn't really touch on that much. So we need her back as well to yeah. <laughs> We that. astrology this season. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she has her own YouTube channel where she posts like um, hard readings or readings um, yeah and it's quite good so you can check that out too and in this episode we kind of talked about how she grew up free and open she has or she had a dad that was teaching them all of the religion, I think, even though they were Christian and they believed in Christianity, it was still this openness and this interest about learning about other religion too, which I find very beautiful because this might be something that I have thought or where I have been very close-minded because I felt like... Um, some of the Christian people is like, oh, this is our belief. You have to follow these rules and be this and everything else is wrong. So it was beautiful for me to like not believe that anymore or kind of scratch that judgment maybe. Mm -hmm. And she also talked about that she grew up being outside all the time, having the freedom to play outside and it was a different type of circumstances when she grew up um, than it is today with all the technology and more go, go, go instead of taking in everything. Yeah, and I think that's why she also moved. She was from New York yeah. <laughs> originally and moved out to Sedona. So 
spiritual people looking for quiet places. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Elizabeth is so awesome. She's just very honest and open and such a grounded person as well. And I love her ethics because she starts all of her readings with never give up your power to a reading or a reader. Take what resonates and leave the rest. Yeah. And just like, you know, take what works for you. And just because she's reading it, she's she said it herself. She's like, what if I'm wrong? What if I didn't get it right? You know, like you got to take what works for you, what resonates with you. And if something doesn't feel right, don't take it. Leave it there. You know, and I love that. Um, I loved also how she like her journey wasn't like when she was a little kid. She's, you know, yes, she was open to spirituality, but it and it was like not taboo, you know, given her religion, like you were saying, but that she kind of got more serious about it at an older age, which I feel like I did too. And, and I just like that, how she kind of just went along, you know, it was like she followed a, a feeling that she had like, oh, well, let me pick up some cards. Let me get this crystal. Let me pick up this book. And it was kind of like all aligned for her. Like that's kind of, kind of like how she eased into spirituality and where she is at now is amazing. Yeah. And she also explained how important boundaries are or like, even though you are spiritual and you have gifts and you can read people, it's very uh, important to also, again, be ethical about it as uh, Michael talked about, where you're just not going around being like, oh, hey, I see this and this is stuck in this and this chakra, and you should clear it out because it can be very personal and it can be something people go through and kind of crossing boundaries to if they want them to know it or not. Even though you're psychic or can see stuff, it doesn't mean you have the blessing to go around and point out or like call out people on their stuff or their traumas to fix it because it's very personal. Yeah, no, you said it right. Yeah, I forgot that she did talk about that, the boundaries and how important they are. Um, she gave an example of like someone doing that to her, kind of just walking up to her and saying, hey, you've got this darkness around your heart. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, almost like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, but I, I do love that fire about her where she doesn't just, you know, take it. She's just like, hold on, that's not okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just how important that is. Because like you said, people, you know, maybe feel like, okay, you have a gift and that's wonderful, but you need consent. Like you need to ask if somebody wants something cleared or, or read or pointed out. Um, you need to have permission from that person. You know, it's like you can't just walk around. Like you said, calling people out on stuff and be like hey you've got this going on yeah so i do love that she talked about that so if you want to learn about boundaries listen yeah. to elizabeth's <laughs> two cents about that so another episode maybe with liz because she had a lot of information about astrology that i think we didn't even record this might have been a yeah. conversation we had after we ended the episode but she was talking about some astrological things and um We'd love to have her back and we can talk to her more about that. Mm -hmm. And next we talked to Natalie Cooney, who is a somatic therapist and owns her own group practice. 
in Colorado. And she's a very intuitive healer, feeling, sensing healer, therapist, um, who talks a lot. She talked a lot about, you know, something that she called original goodness or the original design and helping people kind of get that being at their core, like their original goodness and original design is at their core and helping people getting back to that. Um, and working through through those layers and just talking about how that can take years. It can take years to build up trust with someone to be able to work on that, but that, that's kind of where, you know, she felt and sensed like what was needed in therapy and just how she used her intuitive powers to be able to do that. I love this interview. Uh, very light, uh, very, very gifted, talented um, person here who just is also just very loving and talked about nature and animals and magic. I loved her um, talk about also where she came from. And she was also from a very religious background and grew up Christian. But the Christianity that she talked about was very interesting because this is something I didn't even know existed. And my bias, I guess, is the way that I, if I hear about Christianity, I, my first thoughts are restricted, you know, kind of like in the box. This is right. This is wrong. If you don't follow this, this is going to happen, you know, very restricted. But the way that she, her Christianity was very different, um, she talked about it being magical and there being a lot of mysticism and feminine energy and feminine, divine feminine and, you know, how sad it was for her that in later years, when she kind of came back to Christian practices, all of that was gone and it was taken out. And she was just, I think, talking about how fortunate it was for her to have grown up with a different version of that and still very in touch with it, but just in her own way. And just how simple, you know, like magic can be that you don't need to spend a lot of money or take a lot of classes or do a lot of training. Um, you can make a, you know, pot of tea and that could be magic. And yeah, it was a very um, lighthearted conversation and I just loved her energy. Yeah, it was an amazing episode to listen to. And also like, I remember you guys talked about how to be present too and taking a walk outside and the difference between actually being present when walking, looking at nature and stuff like that, or being on your phone, taking a picture, oh, I'm walking outside, and then coming back and was like, oh, this didn't really help me. Or, yeah, if you're kind of present or not, has a lot to say. Yeah, about healing and just allowing yourself that opportunity to heal. And one of the quotes that I really liked is that she said, pain is medicine. When we can feel it and we can integrate, we transform. It's like, wow. And another one, here's another one. She had a lot of quotes and I was trying to narrow it down to one, but I couldn't. So the other one that I really liked was trauma kicks the door open. It breaks open how we see the world and our belief systems. And once that happens, we can't go back. And by that, she just meant like, I think with a lot of 
you know, something in common that the people we've interviewed in general have is that there's been some kind of trauma or crisis. And from that trauma or crisis and being in that kind of pain work, like she was saying, you kind of then have to connect to spirit. You have to connect to something else to help you through it, help you survive it and help you heal because it's so painful and it's so difficult. But I want to say most of the people we talked to started developing more of their spiritual gifts and really intentionally doing that because of some trauma or crisis that they were going through. And I think that that's something that, you know, maybe we talked about a little bit, but not too much, just the specific traumas, but that it kind of came from a place of like, okay, now we need to find something to heal. Um, And the reason you weren't in that episode, in case anyone's wondering, is because you were healing. So you were in the process of healing, but you're okay now. So thank goodness. Yeah. (laughs) But we really missed you in that episode. Um, So... (laughs) Yeah, I think that was pretty much it. Then we ended our we end our season with Natalie. Yeah. So check out that episode. Very lighthearted, very beautiful episode and very beautiful person that we interviewed. So to wrap up, we want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you to our um, subscribers. Thank you to people who are listening. Special shout out to Shar. Yes. A very uh, excited supporter and always has been every step of the way. We have many wonderful supporters, but we just want to make sure we we say hi and thank you to Shar. And uh, hint, hint, wink, wink, maybe you, you can be a guest on here too. We haven't given up. <laughs> yeah. And then we kind of just want to extend an invitation to, you know, anyone that wants to reach out. Like if you have special requests, send an email. It can be either to Stina or myself, Stina at visionofprofoundhealing.com or Virginia at visionofprofoundhealing.com. Send us an email if you have uh, people that you think we should interview. Any special interest? Thank you to our international listeners. I apologize because sometimes I feel like very U.S. centered. And I forget, we actually have international listeners, obviously. We do. <laughs> and it's like countries I didn't like think would find this episode or like uh, this podcast, but we do. And that is beautiful. I love it. Amazing. So yeah. thank you to everyone everywhere. Um, we hope that you will continue to listen. And we have some very exciting guests for the next season. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks, everyone. Thank you, Stina. Thank you, Virginia.